all of God's kings and queens from around the world. Welcome to Journey with the Queen podcast. As in life, we are all on a journey with many interesting detours. As we go throughout life, we are in the continuous process of changing and developing over time. This podcast is focused on relationships, finances, and real life situations. I am your host, April Love, a trailblazer, entrepreneur, and a woman of the Most High God who believes that if you keep Jesus first place in your life, you will be resilient. Let's take a journey through this episode. Hey, Kings. Hello to all the beautiful queens out there. I just want to thank you for coming back to another episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, April Love. I hope you all had a great Christmas if you celebrate, and I hope you all are staying safe. I know that the weather in certain places was very um, scary and very cold and very icy, so I hope everyone is doing well. So today's episode is all about relationships. I feel like I need to share the relationship aspect of kingdom relationships um, and also what type of relationships God does not want us in. So I hope this episode will bless you the way it has blessed me, even thinking about the different things that God has been speaking to me about when it comes to relationships. So I'm going to jump right into it and start with saying that many of us struggle with waiting. And so because we don't like to wait, we just jump into relationships, not even thinking about the consequences, not thinking about the spiritual ramifications, not thinking about, you know, things like soul ties being created, jumping into different relationships with different men and different women, that it causes us delay in a sense, it causes us hurt, it causes us pain, it causes us, you know, headaches that we don't necessarily need to have if we had waited and waited in God's time. I know a lot of times a lot of us move out of of God's direction, like we get off the narrow path and the narrow path is the way to him. It's the way to life. It's the way to the kingdom. Anything outside of that narrow path, we're in danger. If you look at it like, you know, if you're not on a narrow path, you're on a different path. So you're in danger. And one of the reasons that the Lord have us wait is for our own protection. And I know that for a fact for myself when it comes to relationships, because I was one that jumped from relationship. I may take a break here, but then I'll jump into another one. And what I've learned over the course of the last year and a half is most times when you get out of a relationship, we need to take the time to heal. But most of us don't. We just take the trauma and the baggage and the hurt and the pain into a new relationship. And then a lot of times we wonder why is it not working? Well, I'll tell you a couple of reasons why I know it's not working. I know for a fact that most times the relationship doesn't work because it's not 
the relationship that God put together. It's probably a relationship that we ourselves put together or wanted and, you know, didn't even go to the father and say, father, is this person of you or is this person from you to know? So for in my own case, with the last relationship, I did not ask. I just jumped into it and just was going with the flow of things. But look how it led me in the end. So which is why I wanted to come and talk to you all about these relationships that we're in that we need to reconsider. And a lot of us need to get out. And before you get yourself into a a place or a situation where it's harder, if you hear this message and you know that God has been pulling or tugging at your heart about the relationship that you're in, let this be your sign or let this be your confirmation that this message is for you. Those who can't say no to their own desires end up enslaved in them. So like we need to learn how to say, no, let me take a step back. Let me ask the father before we just jump into a situation, right? God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows what's best for us. He knows, you know, what's good for you and what is not. And you can trust him, right? We can trust God that he's going to help us make the best decisions for us. You can trust him and ask him, God, should I hold off or should I wait? Should I pursue this person? Should I disconnect from this person? Like he will tell us. He has something so wonderful in mind for us that we couldn't even ever provide it for ourselves. So if you are in a situation where you're struggling with waiting, go to God and ask him, Father, you know, what, what am I to do in this waiting time? What am I to do in this waiting season? Because he may have you in a waiting season in preparation for the person that he has for you. So which leads me to say, how can you expect to receive the kingdom spouse, kingdom husband, kingdom wife that God has for you if you're clinging on to someone that is not, right? I waited three years alone with God to interfere with a narcissist for 11 months, and I'm still back to square one, waiting again. So don't block or delay your blessings by going before God's timing because most times it's not going to work out for your benefit or for your good. So just be patient in your waiting season and ask God, what is it that he wants you to do while you're in your waiting season? I'm in the waiting season again, as I just stated, but this time is different. All the previous times in my waiting season, meaning waiting for the husband that I know God has for me, because he's told me that he has a great man for me. It's even been prophesied that I was going to have a great husband, a man of God, etc. So I know that God has a husband out there for me, but this time is different. So because I'm so focused on God and my relationship with God right now that to be honest with you, I pray for the husband that God has for me. I pray for him. I tell God what I expect from this man, what I don't want. The number one thing I'll tell you in my prayer is for that the man that God has for me, that he will be a godly man who loves God more than he will love me and that God will make sure that he loves me the way that God loves me. If this man can't love me the way God loves me or close, then he's not the man for me because that is one of my biggest desires. 
So because I'm so focused on God in this season, what I have noticed about myself is that this time I'm not even worrying about a husband. I used to say, you know, God, where is my husband? When am I going to meet him? I ask questions and I'm worried about him. But I realized that if you are so focused on meeting this person that you could be idolizing the marriage term or the relationship that is not even there yet. So what I understand is that if I focus on God and not worry about this husband in the right timing, in God's timing, God is going to introduce him to me. He's going to bring him to me. I'm not going to have to go looking for him. God has already selected the person that is for me. So it is almost like a, it's a no brainer to me that when the time is right, we will meet. But I know that I'm not supposed to go searching for him because from what I know is God laid Adam down to make Eve. Eve was not here yet. So God will do the work to make sure that you're with the person that he wants you connected with. I don't think that it should be something really hard because we know that God says he made us for relationship, that man should not be alone, right? So we know these things. So it's just a matter of, I believe, if you're in the right place and this kingdom spouse is in the right place, it's just a matter of time and of when you will be brought together. So that's just my perspective of what I'm believing that God is saying in the waiting season for myself. And this could be for someone else too, but I just believe that in the right time, God will bring us together. He's even been speaking to me, telling me that my husband is not anyone from my past. He's not in my hometown. So that lets me know that it's some, someone here where I'm currently living. So if you go to God and you ask him, he will tell you. And that was what I was saying from the beginning. If you are curious, if you're wondering, you know, go to God. He will make sure that you know, know his plans. And I just want to say this because I had to say this to myself. And so I feel like someone else may be able to relate. If you're with someone that you know you're not supposed to be with, they're not of God. They're not bringing any positive value to the relationship. They're not being an asset to you. You know, things like that. If they're not that person, then you know already the answer is you need to get out, right? You need to get out of that relationship if it's not healthy, if it's not adding anything to you, if that person is not helping you to grow closer to God or, you know, grow closer in your purpose, then most times that person is not the person for you. But how can you be faithful to a man or to a woman who can't save your soul, but be unfaithful to God who saves souls? So if you're putting a girlfriend or a boyfriend before God and making them an idol, God says he's a jealous God and he will not deal with any other gods. He won't compete. So for those that are in relationships that don't bring, you know, you closer to God, then that's not the relationship you should be in. Seek after God as your um, husband or wife right now in your waiting season. And if you're in a relationship and you know you're not supposed to be in it, God, if God would not approve of it, then it's more than likely 
your answer is to get out of it. So I want to give you this scripture that I looked at that helps. And it's actually a commandment. So a new commandment I give you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you are all you also are to love one another. So we know that God says to love one another, right? And that's any relationship. Even though today I'm speaking more in the area of romantic relationships, but in any relationship, God says to love others as we love ourselves, which also brings me to the point that I know that God has designed for there to be another person for you to spend your life with if that is his will for you. Because, you know, we know that Paul in the Bible, he did not he did not have a wife. He didn't get married. And some of the way I read it, it's almost like he didn't even want to get married. So it's okay if that's the, your situation. But if you have the desire to be married, more than likely God is the one who put that desire in you in the first place. So... Some of the ways that we will know that if someone is for us, then confirmation will always be God is present, right? If you have a relationship with God and the person does not have a relationship with God, that's already like a red flag to me. So that's something that you may want to consider when you're thinking about, is this person for me? If you're even asking yourself these questions, that's something to consider. Talk about some of the things that we know potentially could be dangerous in a relationship and why God would not want you with someone. So we know that abuse could be verbally, it could be emotional, it could be physical. Those are dangerous attributes that you're in a, re- a relationship that's abusive and God does not want us with anyone that's abusive. If you're in a relationship and you're sexually involved with a person, but you're not married, then we know that goes against the Bible. So that's one of the things and one of the ways to know if a relationship is for you. If it causes you to disobey any part of the Bible, then clearly the relationship is not of God. So if you're in a relationship that actually helps you obey God and what the Bible says, then it's probably a sign God does want you with this person. So for an example, if you're dating or courting and, you know, you could even possibly be living with this person, but not having sexual relations then I think that's probably fine. So because there's no commitment of any sin if you're not sexually involved. But if you're living with a person and you're, you know, playing house and sexually involved, then that goes against the Bible. So that's one of the ways right there you know that God does not, you know, approve of that because it's clearly going against what he says in his word. But some other ways to know if you're in some type of toxic relationship, which God would not want us in is if the person isolates you. So what I started noticing in my previous relationship is that this person wanted me all to himself. He didn't want me to go anywhere without him or he needed to know. 
Um, if, and I'm a very um, family-oriented person, so I love to be around my family. And he was going with me around my family at first, but then all of a sudden he started making excuses to not go, like that people was looking at him funny and, you know, he didn't feel comfortable anymore and all these excuses. But to, to be honest with you, that was him trying to isolate me. But little did he, did he know, I, I'm not the type of person that can be isolated by a person. Now, God has me in isolation now, and there's nothing I can do about that but stay in this place. But God doesn't want us with someone that's going to isolate us away from family and friends and, you know, close people. And maybe have you cut off people, cut ties with people because they're, you know, insecure and want to keep you away from people, which is very dangerous. If you notice that you're with a person that's very jealous, like excessively jealous and controlling and, you know, doing further isolating things, then you know that is not someone that God will want you with. Because jealousy is not a good trait. That's some pathological type of stuff, and that is dangerous. Um, the person could show you rage or anger because they're jealous, and that would be dangerous. If you were a person that is bullying and always wanting to argue and things like that, that's a form of control and abuse. So somebody's always criticizing you and finding fault in you and humiliating you, then that's a very toxic trait. And God would not want you with that person. So um, that's definitely some of the, the, the people that I would say run from. If you're in a relationship and a person is displaying those traits, those are unhealthy. So you may want to get yourself far away from that person, just as I had to do with that narcissist, because the signs really be there. Like if you were a person that's completely self-centered, extremely possessive, like want to control you and has a sense of entitlement and always wants his or her way, that's very unhealthy. And that's pathological behavior and abuse. So you definitely want to pay attention to signs, pay attention to, you know, if your partner may be gaslighting you. Those are definitely signs that you need to run from. Sometimes the abuse is expressed emotionally, you know, or, or physically or all of the above, but pay attention to these things because they can be serious. Like I had no idea that this man was going to put his hands on me. He never showed any signs. So as far as physical, but even looking at the, the, the red flags and the signs that I did see, it still didn't tell me that he was going to put his hands on me. So the point is, if you see other signs, there's a possibility. Don't ever rule out that the person won't put their hands on you or won't harm you because it's all a matter of time when you're dealing with the dangerous person. So I hope this episode has helped you. I hope it has blessed you. If you are, if you find yourself in these type of situations, go before the father. God will give you the direction. He will give you the steps to take um, because sometimes it's not always easy to just get up and leave a person, especially if you have children involved or if you're living with a person and don't have somewhere else to go, 
So always have a plan if you're going to escape. Always have a plan and go to God because he is the one that's going to be with you in the end, just as he was for me. Um, you know, I, I had a plan and I did get away, but I was talking to God for a long time. Like, God, why is it so hard for me to get away from this person when in previous relationships, I would just cut you off and move on. But it wasn't that easy with this past relationship. But then I learned that it was just trauma bond and soul ties. So that's why in the beginning of this podcast episode, I said, think about the ramifications, think about the consequences before you get yourself into something, because it may not be so easy to get out. So anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining another podcast episode. And I pray that you all be blessed. Take care, stay safe. Happy New Year to everyone. And may the peace of God go with you. Shalom.